So late last evening, well, I enjoyed a beautiful piece of traditional red velvet cake served with my family from my blue and white cake platter on, a, on its pedestal. It's made of porcelain from Europe. It's not an expensive plate, but it's very loved. I walk from God to God, from conception and birth, through infancy and youth and these years as an elder, eventually back toward heaven, walking the path <clears throat> in between the affinities and the challenges, the desires we have and the reactions against which we have. So who we are is not really polarized. We are walking in between an intoxication with what we grasp at and an aversion from what we are frightened of or do not wish for. The mystery in God is in between them. So walking through that pathway, nourished by the blessing of Taylor's birthday cake, is the blessing from heaven in my life, my late mother's life, her late mother's life. And may every girl and boy, every person from this breath forward find their way through that great mystery. The part of us that turns historically back tends to say <clears throat> the pedestal cake stand is beautiful. It should always be something wonderful. And yet the pedestal cake stand my mother purchased for her mother as a great surprise came to her mother <clears throat> on one of the worst days of my grandmother's life. But my mother didn't know that until later. And I didn't know it till many, many decades later. Oh, the love of my grandmother and my mother and I walk in eternity in the heart and the soul. If one moves toward a maturation of love for God, whatever one might call him or her or that, a sacred name, a secular name. One is still lending one's attention toward what is real, toward the dimensions of <clears throat> eternity, so that what has happened in the past that is loving and true may prevail in your heart and soul. So that in this breath and moment and into the next one, upon this earth and wherever you are to be after this incarnation, there is a fidelity from God in you toward God in you. And toward God and the resonance of that in every other being beside you, in front of you, historically behind you, at your side. So <clears throat> my family partook of a beautiful blessed cake last evening. 
rare time when we were all able to be together as we're in different parts of the country across the entire continent, really. <clears throat> and here we were able to be nourished, loved, loving. How blessed. In that same moment, there are human beings all over the earth who were fertile with prosperity, fertile with the seeds of the coming seasons. Infants, toddlers, children, young people striving to be more mature. <clears throat> Middle-aged people, old people, some very satisfied, satiated with dinner or fruit, flower petals, rose yogurt, which I had this morning, people who were starving, living in areas where it is so dry right now, or so monsoon-soaked, that one cannot find anything to eat. No gratitude, no compassion directed toward someone who hasn't eaten in days. And yet, in the promise of my heritage from these two women, my mother, Teresa, and my grandmother, Cora, in my heart and soul, <clears throat> as Taylor blew his birthday candles out with a wish, his sisters placed them in the cake for him. His father was there watching his three children, three adult children. In my heart and soul, the cake was for all beings, all of creation, everywhere, always. And my heart was full to overflowing in the gratitude of goodness, contentment, health. That maturity was aware that I wasn't grasping for something more, seeking for anything other than the discerning movement of my life to the next moment, future. Not resisting anything. Not, should there be more cake? Does someone want a second helping? Where shall we put it when we're finished? Is the container tight enough to keep it airtight in the refrigerator? Or will it be spoiled? Shall we cover it even more securely? I didn't go into any kind of aversion Resistance. I simply let the girls put the cake away for their brother and themselves. The three young adults learning maturity beside their father and me on that blessed evening. Every moment might be the seed of the maturity of God in your heart of hearts. Therefore, the Holy of Holies becomes safe in your breath and trusted into your heart of hearts. Oh, I was to aspire toward 
And that was to be careful of the fear and the danger so that I might know that middle way of grace possible in every tradition upon this earth. Especially when I am sensitive enough to listen and look and feel and smell and taste and touch toward the safety of that blessing, that mystery of realization through my heart of hearts. So that God, heaven, might be equally safe in your heart of hearts and yours and yours and yours. <clears throat> and then the Holy of Holies communicates from the very depth of reality in your heart of hearts and mine. And we create in the next breath a seed growing as the garden of heaven on earth, a civilization maturing, tended, cared for by virtue of our goodness, our moral compass directing us toward a noble alignment. We always know what to do when we argue, <clears throat> but I might want this. It's not fair he has this and I don't. <clears throat> or look at how important I am. I have two and you have one. You have none. I have more expensive shoes. My education is so much better. Oh, you must be no one if you can't possess this or do this or speak this many languages or have this physical beauty or health. We compete through grasping at the entire material plane. Look at me. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Me, 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 look at me, look at me. It has nothing to do with who we are. If we are walking into a blizzard as a little child, <clears throat> I've used that example many times. My parents taught me how to dress how to enter the cold of deep winter, how to enter the heat of deep summer, how to enter deep waters, how to hike on high elevations, how to walk in the deep forest, how to walk in the deep urban jungle of the human race, how to walk in the most primordial village I've spoken many times of my father's adage taught to him by his grandfather Har, his mother's father. <clears throat> to be able to walk into the domain of any person on the earth and find the nobility in that person and meet them with the nobility within oneself so that one would not be tricked by the wealth poverty, power, or lack of sophistication available on a material plane, but rather one might find one's path every breath together. You, 
and every other human being. My father was, in that regard, probably the single happiest human being I've ever met. He lived from that place. My soul was never frightened of my father. How could I be? God was walking with him every breath. So <clears throat> the question is posed to all of us, so simple, so self-evident. My child, will you be mature in this moment? Have you learned from what you go toward and what you go away from to raise yourself up with enough spiritual muscle to seek only me, only the divine, not me, Beth. Seek only me, God, only that, he, she, the universe, and all of the beautiful names <clears throat> of all different traditions historically and throughout the world. When we live from this place, our heart and soul become like the Holy Grail, an empty cup, completely full. The cup is seemingly so unimportant. Just this woman, just you, that man, just you, this person. And then it enters into your practicing this beside another person. Ah, just we, this couple. Just the two of us, such close colleagues. <clears throat> the answer is so complete. Our soul and heart understand it. And yet there's no capacity to cause it or think it or hear it, or see it, or taste it, or smell it, or have it show through the aura and chakras. It becomes completely transparent, the aura. The emotion is still and yet alive. The body becomes the vessel, <clears throat> like a chalice, like a cup. And the wellspring of God moves through us. And we are still and know, oh, it is God everywhere. Why would I have ever gone anyplace else? Why didn't anyone teach me to become the vessel of this? Well, if we had the blessing of a mature in our soul as our father or our mother, or a relative, or mentor, or great love, or a child, grandchild. We would at least have moments like this. But this maturity is available to us everywhere upon the earth. There is an adequate civilization of peace on earth now for us to practice this. The more we practice this together, the more the human race will enter the era known to the Zuni, Hopi, and Pueblo people and the Diné or Navajo and the Ute as the fifth world. The era when evil is no longer causing us to push and pull, 
the vessel of the peacemaker, the medicine man or woman, the innocent children sent to realize heaven on earth is here. Let us pray and practice in maturity.